Hello, 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 beautiful people. Today we're going to be talking about gracing yourself, okay? Gracing yourself is a, a few ways to stop being so hard on yourself, okay? This is a few ways to stop being so hard on yourself. And I was reading this um, beautiful article written by Mrs. Winnie, and she has a PhD in leadership and is a resilience expert, an inspirational speaker, and teamwork consultant. Um, organizations hire Mrs. Winnie to show stress leaders and their teams how to pivot effectively in the face of challenges and energize their next win, whether they are on a roll or in a hole. She provides targeted training and coaching that blends her personal development expertise, deep intuitive skills, and inner science geek. Clients engage and expand through her innovative approaches to build trust, break down internal barriers, and strengthen resilience. You can learn more at www.winniecurly.com and www.giftsfromwinnie.com. So beautiful, so beautiful. And I'll repeat that again at the end. I'm just going to read a few things from this beautiful article. All right, let's get started. She says, I was visiting my friend recently. Let's call her Alice and was reminded how hard we can be on ourselves for no good reason. We were getting ready to leave the house for a fun day of shopping. Alice was gathering bags and getting organized. She wasn't aware that I could hear her mummering and muttering to herself. As she fumbled with something, I heard her express with great sarcasm and some anger at her clumsiness. That's a great move, Alice. Next, I heard, that was dumb, followed by, good grief, can't you do anything right? This whole conversation took about three minutes. Alice was all smiles as she came up the stairs to where I was waiting. The harsh critic I had just heard had become invisible. Alice is a sweet and kind person, and I know she would never speak to me the same way as she criticized herself. You know you can use more self-compassion when you speak to yourself silently or, or out loud, much more severely than you speak to others. Okay, and it says we all do it. It is a bad and often unconscious habit. Most of us have some version of this conversation with ourselves daily. It is usually needlessly critical, especially for the situation. Alice was being much too hard on herself. Learning self-compassion is important because the negative energy and emotion generated by continual criticism or inner criticism is draining, distracting, and demoralizing. When that is going on inside, it is it is a challenge to stay positive on the outside. When your inner and outer worlds do not match, it takes a toll on your soul. This duality is part of why so many people are exhausted all the time. On the outside, they appear successful and together, while on the inside, they feel like a fraud or unworthy or worthless of love or even success. They believe what their inner critic is constantly saying. When you hear people talking about trusting the inner voice, this is not what they meant. What is your inner critic's favorite phrase? Pay attention for one week to how you talk to yourself. Notice the common phrases that repeat. As you become more aware of your inner critic, of your inner critic, you can use three tips below to develop more self-compassion and practice being kinder to yourself. Number one, neutralize the negative. 
neutralize the negative. As you become more aware of your inner critic's favorite phrases, also notice the judgment of yourself that comes with it. You can neutralize the judgment or that judgment and release its negative energy. Try responding to your inner critic to keep from getting stuck in a rut of negativity from unkind self-talk. For example, if your inner critic asks the questions like, what's wrong with you? Answer kindly, sit back, either internally or outline, say this back. Honestly, not much or only a few minor flaws, nothing critical. Okay. I like that. It's kind of nice. Number two, avoid the perfectionism trap. Okay. Avoid being a perfectionist. That is most people brag about that, but it's nothing to brag about. We all make mistakes. It is a part of being human. If you are like me, you may have a personal value to strive for improvement and ultimately excellence. You can still do that and not be inappropriately unkind to yourself by judging mistakes too severely. It is normal to make mistakes along the way of growth and improvement. Mistakes are just ways for us to learn important lessons so that we can remember them. Okay, you've heard it before, and I'll say it again. Perfection is an unachievable goal. While you may have moments of perfection, it does not last. All right, so you want to get away from being a perfectionist. Number three, keep it light, you know, keep it light. Just like with any conversation, it is um, it's an energy and a tone and what is said and the impact, um, sometimes more powerful than the actual words. How you talk to yourself matters. Okay, our inner critic is typically serious and intense, usually overly for the situation. Insert balance in your response to your inner critic by not allowing yourself talk to be more serious than it needs to be. Alice was simply gathering belongings to get on the road. She was rushing and as a result was clumsy, was clumsy. Her angry comment, that was a great move, could have been easily and appropriately diffused by laughing at herself. You think that's great? Wait till you see me tango, right? You can make a joke. Um, calm down what is basically what it's saying. You have the power to diffuse the negative impact of your inner critic. Use these three tips above to add balance to your inner conversation. Be creative and kind in how you respond using combinations of the three tips above. Eventually, your inner critic will become kinder and more compassionate and you will stop being too hard on yourself as a natural progression, okay? So this was titled Gracing Yourself, Three Ways for Not to Be So Hard on Yourself. Okay, and I did that today. I kind of just joked around in the gym. I took my waist trainer off. And for me, it's okay for if anybody else want to wear those. But for me, it was just tight and restricting. And I was like, I'm about to let it loose. Okay, let it loose. I want to see my real progression. Because sometimes with the waist trainer, it can make us think we got progression that we don't. Right, and so you'll slack off. No, I want to see the bumps and the humps. Pumps and the bumps. Pumps and the bumps. They like the girls with the pumps. I want to see the pumps and the bumps so I can see what, what I need to work on, okay? My lovely lady lumps and the pumps and the bumps. All right, the food for everything was out. So I just decided to grace myself. Stop being so hard on yourself. We spoke about uh, anger is coming out of the ashes of anger. As you begin to release that anger through acknowledgement and acceptance, and it's going to happen again, right? It's going to happen again. So we're working on healthy coping mechanisms. We're trying to get rid of the negative coping mechanisms. But in the meantime, in between time, grace yourself. And the more you grace yourself and the more you quiet your inner critic and turn to your inner compassionate person, 
turn to your inner compassionate person, you'll be able to grace other people, okay? So we all need more grace. So more grace to you and more grace to me. This is Humble Diamond, also known as Humble Dame. You guys have a wonderful and a thankful Tuesday, okay? Grace yourself. More grace.